Episode 32 of Board Games with Variant Hex is all about set collecting. I'm Kelly, and in this episode, Adam and I have our first of many conversations about board game mechanisms. We'll start with a guessing game for the top 25 in the category, then we'll discuss the ones we've played, talk about some lower on the list, and pick the one that we'd play next. Finally, we'll finish up by choosing a mechanism to talk about next time. Without further ado, I'll turn it over to myself and Adam talking about set collection games. Now we're going to talk about the top set collection games. We're going to start with a game itself, very similar to our game box games, where I'm going to try to describe the top 25, make it a little more fun to list them instead of just saying them. Describe the top 25 to Adam. I don't think he knows all the games in the top 25. That is going to hurt us, not going to lie. So some set collection games that are outside of the top 25, just so we know what we're talking about here. Uh, Targi, Stone Age, Parks, Yokohama, It's a Wonderful World, Jaipur, Ark Nova, Castles of Mad King Ludwig, okay. Viscounts, Sagrada. These are all in the 25 to 50 of set collection. And I believe, let me see what it describes it as. The value of items is dependent on being part of a set. For example, scoring according to groups of a certain quantity or variety. Okay. A set of three of a particular item is worth points, but each item alone has no value. Maybe three different items is worth points, but ha- alone has no value. Or maybe a particular item is worth three, a set of two is worth seven, a set of three is worth 13. We're going to talk about the top 25 set collection games. This is uh, as according to rank on Board Game Geek. And I'm going to start with number 25. We'll just start with a little game here. See how many of them you can guess based on the cover. And I think that you are widely unfamiliar with five of these covers. Okay, okay. Are you ready? Ready. So starting with 25, three medieval guys. One of them has a shield and another is a priest. I don't know what the last guy does. Uh, it looks... Uh, Architects of the Lost Kingdom. No, it is Trois or Troys if you're actually trying to spell that and you're American. Sure, okay. The next one, it's a, like a watercolor of a boat. And that's nice. It's, there's not Architects really... of the Lost Kingdom. <laughs> Uh, That is Keyflower. Okay. The next one is a a butler. He's got two wine glasses and a bottle. And that's on a tray. He's got a nice white towel over his other arm. And then behind him is the building in question. Uh, That would be the the title. Uh, It's not Mansions of Madness. There's not a butler on that, is there? No. I don't think they have butlers at the Madness Is it 1313 Dead End Drive? It is not. It is, in fact, Grand Austria Hotel. So the next one, we once again have three people on the front. They are all adventurers. They might be headed for dungeons or looking for dragons. Role player. Uh, no, but close. Lords of Waterdeep. Mm. In that it's like a, I was very much, yeah, it's a, I believe that's a D&D kind of spinoff. It is, it is, it is. You did a great job. Now we have, I'm going to just flat out say, it's a legacy game, except it's, in the 50s or 60s, and we're not doing the thing that we have classically done in this uh, well-known board game franchise. Is So it's a it's Pandemic yeah. Legacy Zero. Yeah. Yeah. So the next one, one we, <laughs> we have the, I believe this is the 
older cover. There's all kinds of monuments, and there's a guy standing over a port, and he's a big old statue. There's a pyramid. Yes. Two people on the front, and you think we'd have five because I kind of gave away the name. Uh, this five, is the desert. Trips. Yeah, I gave away the name, but like, I was like, "Why are there five people?" I had it pre-written. <laughs> I knew that was gonna be one of them, like of the ones I could think of. So yeah. Um, we once again have a pyramid on our next game. That is the biggest feature, but it's like a white kind of color pyramid. I I feel as though I should oh. have to tell you more though. Is it? There's some people looking Raw, upon the dice it. Game? No, it's in it's in progress of being built. Lovely headdresses, which I didn't even realize. That is Teotihuacan, City of the Gods. Uh, Next, we are in probably Scotland. We've got a couple buildings in the back, a couple cows up front. Nice farmer guy walking down the farmer road. We see some sheep back there, too. Is this Isle of Skye? No, it's Fields of Arl. But yeah, that's the other thing you would guess. It was going to be one of those, too. And next up, we have... A space station, a very purplish sort of space. We're near a planet, and we're kind of looking down on a very tall, long sort of space station situation. It's got these platters that come out from it. Roll from the gal- roll for the galaxy? Oh, I'm basically going to give it to you because it's race for the galaxy. Oh, okay, 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 yeah. And we have squares for the next one. Just squares? Well, it's it a Azul? callback, yes. And in fact, it's Azul yeah, okay. from our last Game Box game, okay. where uh, apparently that was all I needed to guess it. Next up, we have art on the front. And it's almost as if we're looking at a half-wrapped painting because we're such fancy art collectors and this has been shipped to us. So we see the painting and then kind of like a paper wrapping around it and then the game title. I haven't played it. I don't think you have either. This is one where I don't. Is this Medici? No, it is the Gallerist. And we are on an alien planet, and there's one guy in a spacesuit, and he's got some kind of vehicle behind him, and there's like one light pole, and it's bleak. That's about it. That's on the front of this game. Bleak space set collection. I don't think you've played it. Uh, da, da, da. Is it. Oh, man. Do we end up in Venus? Is that the game? No. On Mars. On Mars. On Mars. Yeah. And wouldn't you know it, once again, popular franchise, and it's another legacy game. This time... legacy game. Oh, Pandemic Season 2. Yes, that is correct. Yes. A game box that we've talked about before. There's water and a port on the top. There's a... On the bottom, it's kind of a jungle adventure. The title's right through the middle there. It's, uh, yeah. Jungle Adventure. Jungle Adventure is shown on the bottom. This has been a while since we talked about it. Jungle Adventure is shown on the bottom. Some people like exploring. They have like a donkey. They're they're walking through uh, some dense wilderness. And is then at the Lost top. Lost Ruins of Arnok? No, because the other half of the board has a nice, happy little port and ship and some buildings. You see just a little bit of sand of the seashore. One main ship. Maracaibo. Yeah, it's Maracaibo. I kept going because I thought you'd get it. Yeah. And we have another legacy game, also from a franchise, but not that same one that we've been talking about. This one has you adventuring. It has a crossover with another sort of IP. Clank Legacy. Absolutely. Acquisitions Incorporated. Next up, we have just the most delightful little forest animals living their little forest lives. Got a raccoon 
on the cover. Everdell. A couple little mice. That's right. It's Everdell. A bird. The next cover is... Wingspan. A bird. Yes. Yeah. Wingspan. This next one, not a popular cover. Often maligned, I would say. There's a lady and she's holding um money, I think, or grapes. No, it's money. Um, giving that to a guy who's got some fabrics. Oh, uh, Concordia? Yes. And moving on along, we are in the top six now. We have two people on the front, very appropriate. One of them is a soldier with a shield and a spear. The other is like an Egyptian lady. I don't know. I don't know that it's Cleopatra. It's a West Kingdom game. It's not a West Kingdom game. We've got a pyramid in the back. We've got that guy standing over that port still. Even though they say that... Oh, Seven Wonders Duel. Yeah, they say that that, like, wasn't a thing. Like, that, no one made that. But that's, you know... Correct. That's that's a Google for later. All right, next up, we have a guy standing kind of on the edge of something, something tall. He seems to be, like, in a castle. You know, at the top of a castle, they have those little, like, oh, uh, parapets is not the word. No, but like he's standing, it seems like on the top of a castle wall, he's looking down onto a lovely lush green sort of uh, landscape. There's a river, there's a castle out there, there's I think some wagons on the road. It's probably sunset, maybe sunrise. I don't know what his guy's up to. A couple other buildings got in the land. Uh, no, but basically it looks just like that cover. Like it doesn't look much different. It is Castles of Burgundy. Oh, yeah, that's okay. Yep, that's... That is what that is. And next up, we have three men. One of them is a cowboy. The other has a top hat. I think the last guy's maybe a... Great Western trail. Sure is. And in the top three, we've got a collection of uh, beings or or characters, perhaps. Spirit and, Island. Yes. Uh, now top two, we have a panorama in the center of the box and we're seeing, uh, not a sunset, but maybe a meteor, actually a couple people planting some trees on a very red landscape, some water in the background, some, uh, terraforming Mars. Yes, that is correct. And the top one, we're back to that popular legacy series. Pandemic it's... season one or yes. OG. So that was, I imagine, seven-ish minutes. So those are the top 25 set collection games. I think I've played, ooh, maybe about half of them. I think that you're getting a lot of different variety here because Azul to Maracaibo, I think this is one of the categories that we play a fair amount in. And the other thing about board game categories Sometimes it can have very little of a thing at all and the mechanic will still be listed. So it's not like every one of these is the epitome of set collection. Um, but certainly Seven Wonders Duel, good amount of set collection. Wingspan, set collection? I mean, I guess yes in the sense that you want birds working together at different, you know, like you're trying to collect commonly, potentially commonly themed yeah. mechanics throughout the cards. You know, because I feel like the, the the strategies, maybe you're like on a heavy predator tuck strategy or, a, you know, all ones that give you eggs or feed this. So, right. I mean, I feel like you could be looking oh, so for common the, abilities. Right. That some of the scoring, like the more you have of a thing. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I don't, I don't even really think of 
Everdell is set collection. Oh, I think of it as that for sure. Because you again, you want the your your animals to work together. But I guess I'm thinking of I'm thinking Seven Wonders Duel, like the science in that definitely seems set collection. I think I may be just taking it way more literal than they really mean it. Correct. Yeah, I think you're right. Collection might be a better naming of it. Like you're trying to collect certain things. Yeah. The set, I guess, gets a little little hazy. Because the same would be true for five tribes when you're doing the market stuff. It's like though that is very much you collect the sets to, you know, activate those points. Correct. And I, I'm, I'm trying to think. I guess Lords of Waterdeep is the set you're collecting just the resources. Ah, uh, it's been forever, if ever, since I played that game. It's worker placement, and there's like a there's a main map that you're putting things out. You have like these quests that you're trying to get, and by and large, completing the quest gets you points. There are these other action cards that can kind of play as interrupt, so to speak, to either take actions on other people, get a certain resources, kind of trigger events in the game. You can also buy additional worker placement locations, which, in my opinion, is why this is uh, it's certainly Lords of Waterdeep is certainly the game that most people think of when they think of worker placement. I think it's a pretty both basic and kind of like essential level where if someone says, oh, what about worker placement games? You kind of want to say, have you played Lords of Waterdeep? It's a really good example of that genre. I don't I'm not exactly sure how they're executing set collection and again maybe the set collection is just a bit different than i'm expecting it fields of Arl, we've only played once aaron and i and i can't think of the set collection offhand in that one either but there's a lot going on in that game so that seems fair it's also worker placement i guess everdell has worker placement as well a lot of these seem to be a lot of these seem to be overlapping with work worker placement and terraforming mars is one i believe has a lot of mechanisms listed. How is Clank Legacy set collection? Oof. At times you want to get, I know you want to get like multiple of those apples, right? For certain things in the Legacy game. Sure. I guess if we're going by apples. I don't know what else you would be collecting aside from that. As you're getting cards, I don't think there's an advantage to any certain that set that building. you have. Yeah, like that should be like a different category of Well, things. and it's definitely going to be also in deck building. Right. I'm not sure. And I don't, there's not like a further clarification here. And I think that's why, I think it's what makes these categories a little tricky. Like when you want to say, oh, I'm interested in set collection games. Let me see what's popular for that. The category is a little tricky because you're going to see highly ranked games where for some reason they've mentioned set collecting when that's not really going to be the bulk of the game. It's just going to be at the top. Okay, how about this? You, you're you in charge of giving somebody that likes board games but has somehow not played any of them, so you can give them whatever. You give them three games from this list as what you think like the epitome of set collection is. Three games Which from three would you give? The top 25? Correct. Oh, gosh, I definitely would go into the lower numbers. I know, but we just listed all these. I think Azul... Is definitely set collecting. Yeah. Because you're taking, you're trying to get the same um, colors of tiles to fill out your little grid. And based on. Is it though? I think you do have to. Well, you do have to collect sets of that color in order to score. Oh, I guess that's true. I see. Okay. So, and if I'm, if I, if I got to do top 25, and that's where I say, I don't know that any of these 
So in five tribes, like we said, you have the set collection when you're doing the market. There are other games where that's the whole scoring of the entire game. Like the whole scoring right. of the game is set collection. Um, like 10, not maybe not. it's a newer game, maybe not a very highly ranked game, I'm not sure. But the whole scoring of the game is that you're collecting you're collecting sequential sets, and that is how you score in the game. Um, so I would I would say Azul, and they're new to board games, and I'm trying to get them to do set collection. I think I guess I would say oh I'm trying to decide what I say. Seven Wonders, I'd say Seven Wonders. There's some other kind of you are collecting groups of things. Uh, so I would say Seven Wonders. And then finally, and it's fair to say that we haven't played all of these games. I haven't played Teotihuacan. Um, I haven't played the Gallerist. Um, So I, we've only played Concordia once. And so if someone else was wanting set collection, I think just like how clear are the rules could be real big for someone who's new. Yeah, that's a good point. And, as much as I think Wingspan is nice, the rule book is, it is big. I'm not saying it's bad, but it is big. So I might go with something. I, I don't really feel the set collection in it, but I might go with something like Everdell because it's a very kind of charming experience. And that might, I don't think the rule book is super short, but I know that it has like extra little artistic touches in it. So I think the process of getting into the game, for people who don't care about that, it probably won't be disruptive. For people who that kind of helps, it's going to give you a more complete package. And the package, the components are very nice. The, uh, I think that the experience of playing the game is nice. It looks nice as you play it. And if you're trying to get into something, I think that may help. A strong theme may help more than something that's so deeply mechanical that might feel, you know a little less inviting. Even something like deck building games where you have to read so many cards. I know that people who aren't used to that can kind of get intimidated by it. There are a lot of cards in Everdell, but the actions on them are pretty straightforward. So I think that might be better really than Clank or Wingspan in that sense. Do you think Five Tribes... Because you are, I guess, collecting the actual meeples. You're trying to get a oh, collection then... of that color every turn. If they're counting right. that in the same way like with Azul, I guess that is a pretty heavy collecting right. many of one color and throughout. I kind of like it better like that then. I think five tribes, I think that's true. And I think when you first play five tribes, you kind of have an understanding of it. And as you play it more, I think it deepens. That Mancala mm-hmm. mechanism, which... I mean, we should do one of these for Mancala mechanisms because honestly, I I like that a lot. And I think when you first start playing, you're like, oh, I'll just place them out. And as you see the game change, the way the board changes, you're like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Or I wasn't even paying attention and I perfectly set this other thing up for myself. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, I kind of, I think, I think Five Tribes for that reason, once that just clicked would be, I think, a better recommendation right. from my viewpoint of it is that market set collection as well as collecting multiple of the same color right. as a function. So you kind of get a couple different examples and layers of it. I, I like it. I like that, Ben. I will say that as you go on to the later pages, the ne- on the next page is Jaipur. I think that is absolutely straightforward set collection. 
you are doing nothing yep. but collecting sets of, of different colors of cards and then cashing that in for points. Century is on here. Role player is on here as you get a little later. Isle of Sky, which was mentioned. Blender feels more set collection because you're grouping those as you buy cards, you're grouping them together yeah. and the grouping of them together gets you those nobles. Calico, which is kind of pattern, abstract pattern, but I guess I guess you're collecting sets of the pattern tiles. Yeah, I guess. I don't like that one as Sushi Go. Sushi Go for sure is, yeah. I think Sushi Go is definitely yeah, you're definitely collecting you're definitely collecting sets there and scoring based on them. I and I'm thinking more Sushi Go, point salad. I'm thinking more of that kind of I think for yeah. me, I lean towards card games where I am collecting a bunch of those cards and that's scoring points and that's like the pure that's the pure thing that I'm doing. Not so much when it's one way that one piece of it scores, even though that is obviously valid. Yeah, I agree. I think I'm a purist in that same way where I think of drafting a card to either benefit myself or to stop somebody else from their set numbers on that. Like it's all it's it's yeah. always doing one of those two things. Yeah. I think the card drafting it along with set collection is sort of a yeah. I think that's a powerful combination. Well to that point how about we try this as a setup for how we will continue doing this for every category that we do, we will yep. pick a mechanism. I guess any game in that top 25, we just talked about card drafting, how we really like it in combination. So what if yeah. we'll just say now the next time we do this, it will be card drafting. So it'll really work when you're listening Love to it. them in order, when you're going backwards, it'll still work, but it'll be more confusing. Yeah, I like it though. <laughs> so next time we will do the top card drafting games. Yes, sold. Awesome. From this top 25, which I think you maybe have them up in front of you now. Yes. You may want to. I actually have Mancala games in front of me, but I'll stop looking at other sets. <laughs> That's like, going to ruin the games. All right, other mechanisms. going to ruin the games. On, so, yeah. Of that top 25, which are you playing next? Oh, um, like which one do I want to play next or am I probably yeah. statistically actually going to play next? I think let's leave statistics out of it. Let's go hopes and dreams. If if you had all 25 oh. in front of you, let's say if you had all 25 in front of you, let's not let, you know, availability and other sort of uh, constraints on this change your answer. Of that top 25, which one would you play next? So, I, th I you know, I do like a, a new game sometimes and i think in this case i've never played the grand austria hotel oh. i am intrigued by the cover i like that it's lower on that list like it's still in the top 25 right but you know <laughs> it's not it's not arrogant it's not a top fiver no, okay no. it's not coming in with any preconceived notions of what set collection is just there yeah. to serve just like the guy on the cover there right to serve there to, right. for you to have a good time you know for me I'm going to go with, even though I said no constraints, whatever you want to do, I am still going to go with a realistic pick, which is Azul. I have it like out to play right now. I pulled it off the shelf. It's it's sitting on top. So the next one I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to go for Azul next. It's it's a classic. Yep. I'm on the fence about whether I really want to keep the physical game in my collection. You can now play it on BGA. We don't really play it that often. And, but it's, it's really good. I feel like if I got rid of it, I would be passing it on to a friend who I thought would like it more than just outright selling it because beautiful production comes in a nice cloth bag, comes with nice tiles. Um, it's just, uh, 
it's a good game that just doesn't see it to our table very often. So I'm going to pick Azul. Yeah, and quality components on Azul as well, like the tiles that are on that stuff, like just very, very good tactile game. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's why it's a shame that we don't uh, pull it out more. Nice coasters, effectively coasters that come with the game as well. Uh, yeah. yeah. Good times. Unlike the Grand Austria Hotel, where I feel like the cloth they give you for the handkerchief that you hold while playing isn't quite as good and the glasses they give you very thin glass yeah in the game box so. i'm uh i'm not seeing that in the pictures of the game components so it's possible that what you've seen there is some kind of serving set from austria possibly mm. branded with a hotel oh, you know yeah fusing amazon search okay yeah so. yeah you might want to add board game to the end of that that's a pro tip, everybody. Yeah, you don't want to end up with a box of glasses when you thought you were going to play a, uh, no. a good set collection game. Yeah, yeah, good advice. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to episode 32. Be sure to subscribe to know when new episodes drop. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch at Variant Hex. We have a website and a blog at VariantHex.com, and you can email us at podcast at VariantHex.com. The next episode is me, Aaron, and Adam discussing our Games of the Month for February 2021. Unless you are listening to these in reverse, in which case you'll hear Aaron, Adam, and myself playing some game box games. And that's all for now. Thank you so much for spending your time with us today. <laughs>